Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Culture Shock slash Therapy Recording. This this is the first episode entry of the podcast recorded in 2022. Happy 2022, everybody. It's kind of hard to say that, actually, out loud. I haven't, I've, I've seen so many 2022 uh signage and advertisements and whatnot but i don't i don't usually say the words out loud i think i'm afraid i'll curse um the months to come as if they're not already cursed but welcome to the show we're gonna get you guys some free therapy today we're gonna hopefully make you laugh talk about things that we hope will happen this year things that we're glad are over we can put behind us we can leave in 2021 and with me on the show is a, I'll, I'll go ahead and say friend of the show since she has been on once prior, uh, Liv Alicandri is back in the offices. Welcome back, Liv. Hi, I'm glad to be back. I'm really glad to have you back because we, since recording our last episode, we have uh, talked about a bunch of silly stuff and craziness and um, just right off the bat, we were talking about a little bit about Hoboken before the show um now in my mind as someone who doesn't live in the northeast i think of hoboken as just like if like you want to live in new york but for whatever reasons that's not possible you kind of go to hoboken but from what you're telling me there's this whole culture of craziness and insanity so why don't you tell tell me and the listeners a little bit about life in hoboken for you in in 2021 How, how was that so far so the thing about Hoboken, and I honestly, this is a, a take that I feel like is going to get me some slack, uh, but people from Hoboken aren't that witty. So I don't think I'll be particularly insulted by anything they have to say about me. Um, Hoboken is, you You are right about the Hoboken people being, because people that live in Hoboken usually work in New York. That's like why people live in this area and it's like cheaper i'm putting you can't see because this is a podcast but a uh, quotation mark cheaper because it's not anymore it's like no cheaper than you know brooklyn or whatever um but they live here because i don't think they can emotionally handle living in new york or they don't have they can't culturally handle living in new york uh so they like have the security blanket of being in new jersey uh and it's tacky <laughs> it's super tacky um but the like uh like bar culture in Hoboken is super weird uh and I haven't really participated in it because I've only like lived I mean I went to school here my like my whole upbringing pretty much I went to school in Hoboken um and so I'm very familiar but it's a it's wacky it's a wacky place for sure and everyone knows it because of cake boss so everyone knows hoboken and also that frank sinatra was born here or something he was born here and then he was like fuck this place and then got the fuck out and like came back maybe once but we're like frank sinatra oh my god with uh hoboken are there any people who are like yeah i don't need new york we, we have it better over here, like have that Hoboken pride or is it pretty much just like everyone knows what's going on? No one's lying to themselves. No, people are lying to themselves. <laughs> a lot of, I will say that like most of, I think Hoboken's population are like m- older millennial parents. Um, 
so because they want their kids to like live near the city but they don't want their kids to be city kids which like I totally get like I would not want my no offense people born and raised in Manhattan but y'all suck y'all <laughs> suck so bad um so they'll like raise their kids here um so they have like sort of a suburban-y upbringing but they still have like access to the city uh but like the people who are like my age who live here they like think themselves I think they think themselves better than New Yorkers because <laughs> they're like I'm from Jersey yeah <laughs> you can tell me shit our pizza's better and like yeah. <laughs> our bagels are better when I it's the big bagel pizza debate which is staying out of it i'm staying out of the debate is the debate that one is better than the other or that which which is in insane because they're literally not even a mile from each other so i don't know why it would be any different than either one and they're both filled with jews and italians so i don't see why you you (laughs) got the goods just keep it going you know right um in terms of like you know everything uh, we we've been through in last year now approaching this year like for me 2021 was very much like mostly very for the most part pretty decent and wholesome until like that very end where everything we just kind of got that wake up call like nope we're 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 back in this reality and literally like December was really rough for me because I had a bunch of health issues and. That was like most of it feels like most of my December was that. And the fact that like the pandemic is is back to what it was in the very beginning and people weren't ready for that. Um, I want to ask you, like with your 2021 timeline, because I know like uh, TikTok was really big for you during this time. Like, did you sort of uh, vibe with the wave of like? you know, this isn't so bad. And then just at the very end, just shit. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely, I had a moment where I think like a month and I I guess uh, like end of October, most of November-y, I was like rocking. Like I was like, this is, things are going to be good. Like I did a road trip to North Carolina. I spent, I spent Halloween in North Carolina and I, I went back to my college and I went to parties at my college and like I was like because I didn't I like my last few years of college I didn't I didn't go to any parties obviously because it was COVID times but so I went back and I was like party on like have that dress up as Juno and be pregnant all night that's (laughs) what I did um and then yeah I spent most of November I bounced between jobs yeah I was just vibing I was just like yeah I like went out I went, yeah. I went to a, I went to a, a club called Mood Ring in, I think it's in Bushwick, which is an awful place. I lost my sunglasses there. Um, I'd never been to a club before and I probably never will ever again. It oh, was, that was your first club experience. Yeah, it was so scary. Oh it was my so gosh. bad. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I like went to one Christmas party and then like four days later, everything went down again yeah it was it was wacky yeah it was definitely like a back to reality moment where i was like oh okay we're still in it copy that like 
I didn't know anyone who had it at that time. Like people were getting sick and they were just like, oh, I've COVID. Oh, yeah. and then they'd be fine like four days later. And so I was like, I was like, okay, like I'm triple vax. Like I test every week and like, cool. And then the Omicron, o- Omicron stuff came out and I was yeah. like, oh, back inside. <laughs> we had got, got to go back. I got too cocky. Have you ever had like people that are like in your life, that are like extremely cool and everything, but like, and they're not like anti-vax, but they're like anti acting like this isn't a pandemic sort of like um because I, I have people that i really respect and everything they're like yeah let's go to the you know barcade and do this and that and it's like i i don't know what's going on here like i feel like in the beginning of the pandemic a lot of my friends and i were on the same page but i think like a lot of people's attention has sort of run dry and people are like well i have to live my life at some point and yeah uh what were you gonna say yeah, that's exactly that yeah. I have I have a good handful of people in my life who are like that um and that is like I actually like sort of saw myself becoming that person in November where I was like I was like you know I can't be cooped up forever and like I did everything right so I deserve a little bit of time to like you know be be a little crazy <laughs> uh and then yeah. yeah I have but like I have friends who um who've been going out to bars and clubs and things every weekend for months just like that's all that's like what they do which which is like fine go ahead live your life I also just think in general that's sort of a weird way to live pandemic or not to just like spend your whole life waiting for the weekend to you know go especially in Hoboken walking around Hoboken at night and I see all like the the bar people. I I feel so sad for them. I'm I'm these are I'm like saying a lot of stuff right now that I feel like people are gonna think I'm a total bitch about. But like I walk around Hoboken at night and I see these like thirty somethings, and like they are dressed like in sort of like, and this is my like zillennial or Gen Z whatever. I'm being picky and whatever. They are dressed like outdatedly or a chuggy or whatever you want to call it and they like spend their whole week waiting for this moment to stand outside a bar in Hoboken and hook up with a guy who's five foot two like that's what they want to do serious no okay I went I went to like one bar in Hoboken one time and it was packed and I was like one of the tallest people there and I'm like five eight yeah. I was like, I was like looking over the crowd. I was like, wow, Italian men are short. They're really short. <laughs> they are teeny tiny. Yeah, 2021 was the year for short kings. Like, I, I can't tell you how much discourse I saw because it, I feel like in 2019, everyone was just, uh, I think that was when people found out Joe Rogan is like shorter than JoJo. And everyone were, was yeah, dunking on short like- guys. He's like five seven, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, but this year, it's like I've seen a lot of love towards the short kings, and it's basically you went to this nightclub, or wait, was it was it a? It was a bar. Sorry, it was a bar. There's like not yeah. nightclubs in Hoboken. It's like There's... it's like bars turn into clubs. Okay, and yeah. you were you were like the tallest person there. 
yeah I was like embarrassed about it too I also like I if I go out I'm wearing like four inch boots and like okay so I'm like I'm like six foot ish when I go out but still like that is not like crazy tall I like I'll be on the subway and I'm one of the shortest people there you know right right, yeah (laughs) it was like a like a club filled with 50 people and I was one of the tallest bitches there I was like oh good (laughs) because I'm strapping tall glass of water over here Dude, um, has anyone tried to buy you a drink or like uh approach you romantically like at at one of these settings during the pandemic? No, no. Um, I the only times I've like really really gone out, which has been like a handful of times in the past two years, um, I am with my friend Paris, who, uh, is like. She's the only person in my life that I've ever been, and this is probably not a very PC phrase, but this is the phrase I use, ugly friended with her. She's the only person I've ever been around where like when we are together, I am like the the person that's like dragging along, you know? I, so I go out with her. She's like petite, little, she's five two, blonde, long blonde hair, straight blonde hair, blue eyes she's like a, a a personal trainer so she's like oh my big. god yeah she's like literally like the you know beauty standard like she's gorgeous yeah. and i'm just like there next to her and i look like a like a string bean next to her i'm just like <laughs> towering over her and i'm just like oh goody like <laughs> yeah. oh thanks for inviting me i'm glad to be here <laughs> but i what w- when we go out everyone all over her all over her I went yeah. to uh I went to uh Stonewall. I went to Stonewall with her one time. Historic Stonewall. And I no one talked to me the whole night. And I kept turning to her and being like, Can we leave? Because it's awful here. And she'd be talking to someone, already be like, Yeah. Getting someone's number, getting a drink. And I was like, bitch like yeah so like like I, i'm i haven't done any of the <clears throat> any type of social events like during that brief period of time of 2021 where it was like the cdc and everyone was like it's okay to do these things you can be social again like i, I didn't do that for very long so was it sort of like when someone approaches it was like hey i like your mask girl we should like uh zoom sometime like i i I imagine it has to like hookups and everything have to be a little bit different now because you don't know if the person is anti-vax or if a lot of people just seem to be leaning into conspiracies more like like you don't really know what you're getting into now so did did you you notice any differences there i meet i think i meet like most of the people i date through i met them through my school which they i think they had to be vaccinated if they were like participating in school like like physical school um and i use hinge which you put that you're you can put that you're vaccinated on hinge okay i didn't know that yeah yeah it's like one of the things they like hinge has a bunch of weird settings it's just a hinge ad now is hinge has like a bunch of weird settings on it where you can like you can say if you smoke, you can say if you drink, you can say if you smoke weed. Um, and then there's a, a fourth option, which I, I feel like I've mentioned to you before for some reason, because I feel like I bring it up all the time. There's a fourth option where you can, I didn't know what it meant for a really long time, because it's just a pill. 
it's like, yes. And he'll have a pill next to it. You can say if you just like do hard drugs, like if you do like Coke or, you know, whatever pills, like you can be like, by the way, I do cat, you know, I just like fully, but, and this is another thing that I've noticed. Uh, pretty much everyone I go on a date with uh, actively does ketamine. Yeah, I hear in New York that that is the that that is another staple in 2021. Is that that just became so big? It's it's so weird because it, it feels like so 80s to me. Like yeah. that was like a huge like club kid drug. Like it maybe it's just always been there and it's just like within young people in New York. But I will now when I match with people on Hinge, I the first thing I do is I'm like, can I ask you something a little personal? Yeah. And and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, do you do ketamine? And a hundred percent of the time, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do ketamine. Yeah. What of it? <laughs> I I had I matched with this one guy, and the first thing I said to him was, uh, "You look like you do ketamine." Because he did. <laughs> he looked like the state. He looked like the like the you know sports. Chi- the, oh my god, the sports child. The uh, cover, huh. what, the the. Oh my god, what do you call that? The cover child what do you, wait what am i trying to think of right now yeah i'm, I'm trying to decode <laughs> He's the face of he was the face of ketamine that's like what oh, I'm okay okay at. the poster child the poster child oh my god <laughs> he was yeah and i was like you look like you do ketamine and he responded with um ketamine's not even that cringe that's what he oh. said i was like i was like so that's a yes you you definitely do ketamine he was like yeah. I was like yeah and then i was like didn't respond. I think that was the last thing I yeah. said to this person ever. That is okay. Yeah, that is because when you said that there was like that pill icon, I was like, okay, maybe they're like, hey, I'm on antidepressants, I'm on antipsychotics, yada, yada. But no, it's like they're really going to that level of like, yeah, I party hard. Yeah, it's not the SSRI section yeah. of the hinge app. It's it's like I do Molly and I want you to know this now. First thing. That's like, you see that before you match with them. Just like, this is your first impression of this person. This is as if you walked into a party and you saw this person snorting ketamine and you're like, that's the one. That's the person I want. They should just make a a new dating app dedicated to ketamine where it's like, you you pick like your favorite like strain or whatever and you hook up with people based on that and it's like uh, there's a section for people who are high like right now while they're using the app and then people who are like looking to get high like that that's uh, how common ketamine is in new york right now and isn't there i don't know if you've heard about this but the the, the phenanol lacing I, I hear that's yeah that's a big issue there's- with, with coke yes there's a big yeah i see it all the time on instagram and stuff i mean like i don't do that sort of thing so i don't i don't really like keep up with it particularly but it seems really scary yeah like and and i feel like people don't give a shit about it because they're like oh if you're doing coke like you don't care about yourself it's like Uh like people like i don't know there's that whole thing with like uh kendrick lamar who like the first time he smoked weed it was like laced with something and so he like does not smoke weed and it's like he didn't deserve that. He didn't deserve to, you know, go into like shock because of this one thing, you know. Kendrick um, Lamar, another short king, actually. Another short king. I know. I've stood next to him before. When, when did you? Uh, this is a whole. 
this is a whole thing. Kendrick Lamar visited my high school when I was in high school. Okay. Now, now, was it like I used to go to this high school? I'm coming back, or was it no. just like a motivational? No. Okay. Let, let's let's uh, sidebar because I want to know about this now. <laughs> you can. This is this is Googleable. Um, if you search high tech, I'm outing where I went to high school, but whatever. <laughs> um, if you search high tech high school, uh, Kendrick Lamar, it'll come up, and it's a video of my homeroom teacher. Um, and my English teacher and my slam poetry teacher. Uh, that's all one guy, by the way. Um, <laughs> who is a like massive white dude. He's so big, red hair, wearing like a bowler hat. And he wrote an essay about how, because this is right when To Pimp a Butterfly came out, wrote an essay about how we should teach Kendrick Lamar in high schools because he's like a, you know, a fantastic poet and just like a yeah. fantastic writer and like writes these very, pro I, I'm, I'm a fan, obviously, but like, you know, so he like published it and it got to like Kendrick's people. And then he was like, I'm coming to your school. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, just roamed the hallways with my professor and he performed for us. I have a video on my phone of that. It's so, it's such a weird thing. And it's like yeah. one of my, like two truths and a lie things you know what i mean it's like yeah. kendrick lamar came to my school yeah that is that is amazing um that, that that was in the good old days before uh the pandemic when like we had those kind of memories right oh yeah i can't i feel so bad for high school students right now that must be so bad yeah. although like uh my sister uh she's she was in high school last year and she was like yeah, it, it's totally a thing where, like, people will log in on their Zoom class and then just, like, go back to bed. And it's, like, if, oh, yeah. if, I, if I had that in high school, I would be the biggest slacker. Like, that that was made for, like, I'm. it's it's a good thing that I wasn't a kid when that, because I would totally abuse the system. I would have, yeah, I would have been asleep the whole time. I mean, like, my last two years, like, I did, I went to a conservatory, though, so, like, there was, like, four people in each class so if you if you were not there they'd be like come on <laughs> what are you what are you did doing we, um, <laughs> like, did we both have like a common fact of being like mediocre students oh I was an awful student yeah 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 I, I was like I I've, my teachers would always say I have the potential to be a straight-a student but I I just never really especially in college I couldn't get with the program of getting good grades <laughs> they never said that to me they're just like you're I like I had one of my professors visit me at job fair which is like something we did at my school every year it was my last it was my senior year job fair he came to my zoom table yeah. and he was like he was like Olivia you're so pretty and that's all he said to me and then he left it was supposed to be a critique of my work and he yeah. was like Olivia you look so good today <laughs> okay bye tab out yeah was that ever, were you ever discouraged in like high school or, or cause like it definitely affected my self-esteem when I saw like people who partied hard being like, uh, you know, um, valedictorians and stuff. It's like, why, why can I not do this? Other, other people, it's, it's so easy for them. So like, how was that for you? Um, like, I, I, I guess I was always a little bit embarrassed, but not embarrassed enough to actually make a change, I guess. Oh, yeah. First of all, you just described the plot of the movie Booksmart. Uh, <laughs> and another movie, you asked me this last time, I, I sort of relate to that movie, but not enough. I was never that, I didn't get into Stanford or whatever. Right, um, right. I actually, like, 
for my whole school upbringing was always very insecure about my intelligence because I was like failing everything. And that's why I started doing stand-up uh, was because I, I was watching, because my dad watched stand-up growing up. And so I was like watching these comedians and my dad was like, that's such a smart joke. He's so smart. He's such a good writer. And I was like, I was like, stand-up comedians are the smartest people. They're just like the smartest people. And it's super embarrassing now, this age super poorly, but like the person that I was like looking up to that like got me into comedy and like, I was like, he's so smart. And like, like if I could do this, people would think I was smart uh, as yeah. Louis CK. Yeah. Such a bummer on that one, <laughs> but uh was definitely like why I got into stand-up was because I wanted people to think I was smart that is I have never heard anyone wanting to get into stand-up for that reason I think you you might be the only person in, in the world <laughs> I know and I thought <laughs> I thought it was like a common thing that people like thought that standard comedians were super smart yeah. and so I was like okay time to be funny on stage and that's that's how that happened I also was in the slam poetry club because Kendrick Lamar was in my school and uh, all my poems were humorous. So okay, yeah. I was like, I might as well do stand up instead of this because I'm not a good poet. I just like can't do it. Yeah. Um, it, it, it totally seems like, you know, with, with you, you saying you were inspired to do comedy based off of that. It's like, I, I also relate because you know, going back to a lot of things that happened this year, you know, Louis CK, he was, he was outed years before this, but like, this was the year that he sold out at Madison Square Garden and a bunch of venues in LA where people were waiting outside to see him. And, you know, another one of my former heroes, Dave Chappelle, he, he had his, his situation in 2021. And it, it it's, you know, the comedy scene is definitely, um, and I haven't done stand-up in a long time, so you can speak more on this, but it's, it seems like things are different, and it seemed, I've heard of that a lot of the, like, kind of bro-y, problematic type of stand-up, it kind of made a comeback uh, in 2021, because, you, you know, they see people who are maybe, like, canceled, but it's like, you know, they didn't really get canceled, they're actually doing well, so I'm just going to keep doing my offensive material. Yeah. Um yeah, have you have you made noticed any of those things with like people get canceled but they're still somehow successful and people laugh at their jokes even though they know it's bad and all that stuff? Yeah, I, it's it's like the canceling of people is super interesting, especially like I'm a, I'm gonna swerve a little bit from your question. The canceling of people on TikTok is super interesting to yeah. me um, because like on tiktok you can be canceled for having a different opinion than someone and i'm not talking about like like i hate gay people and that's my opinion like yeah. i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like i don't i don't like chicago style pizza right it's right like, yeah yeah you can't you have you can't you have to like chicago style pizza you're not a person you know it, it that's a super extreme example obviously but like uh -huh. I've seen people get canceled for insane things on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and so I think that um, it sort of 
gives less credit to the like holding actual people who make actual like problems accountable we like if we're canceling everyone because they you know think that you know grimes music is good like (laughs) like we we're gonna have like louis ck's in the world who who expose himself to to young women and then uh goes on a fucking tour this year called i'm sorry yeah like we we're like allowing that to happen because we're too focused on you know you know whatever the 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 dumb shit i i I think we just like (sighs) i don't know it's 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 super super strange i can't say if we were canceling people because of things that they said on stage for comedy, I don't think like any comedians would be working. (laughs) I heard someone do a joke the other day uh, at an open mic where he basically said uh, that having sex with uh, little people is like having sex with children and did not get a laugh because that's not funny. That's not a joke. That's just like, that's just like, keep that, to yourself like i don't need to think about that at all yeah. uh you know that must have been a hard set to watch <laughs> Ooh, it was it was not fun it was yeah. not a fun one and then i went up and i bombed as well like it was like so it was just like not great but but yeah if like i don't know i i i feel like i'm tiptoeing a little bit because i don't want to like i think we should be focusing on like bigger issues like actual yeah canceling people because they they should be canceled but also like does canceling work i don't think it works no yeah i I think last year proved that most of the time uh it's not gonna work (laughs) unfortunately clearly clearly we're selling out madison square garden it's not working if netflix is paying me money you have not canceled me very well you know right um going back to what you said about tiktok like it's such an interesting platform and it's kind of like dangerous because like when you first talked about canceling on TikTok, I was like, oh yeah, all, all the bans that like TikTok will do to like uh, minorities and, 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 you know, POCs and disenfranchised, like, like, you know, statistically you can look at how, as you know, like certain people and demographics tend to get shadow banned and stuff more often. I thought you were talking about that, but you're talking about like, this crazy energy in the comment sections to where like I think have you had to do a few like not apologies but like responses to comments like okay let me address this yes yeah. I think last time I was on here I talked about my showering TikTok that yeah, was like yeah. the closest I've gotten to being canceled um, <laughs> was when I said that showering wasn't self-care but right. that that's I should have thought about that because that's a great example of right. like that people took that as like me being ableist i think was the consensus on that one um when it was just like fully misconstrued it was like actually sort of the opposite of ableist i was like making a comment about like my own depression like i wasn't it it was it it devolved into or it didn't even devolve i think it evolved because people actually started sharing very useful information in the comments that like weren't quite what i meant but but they were still like it was like sort of interesting 
uh, it was an interesting dialogue, but right. also I had to take that video down. <laughs> like I had to take it down. I like couldn't take it. It was like too much. It's too yeah, much. People are so combative on the app and ready to sort of start um, altercations. Do you have any uh, like fellow TikTokers, you know, that had trouble last year, like with getting canceled for stupid stuff? Like, and I'm using TikTok cancel, meaning like someone didn't like your opinion and now you're punished for it. <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think of i i'll see every once in a while i'll see a video in like my mutual followings like my mutuals will post a video being like um i'm i can't do it anymore like i keep getting comments like this like yeah. i like what should i do like i didn't mean to do any of this there was a tiktoker who i'm not mutuals with who i don't uh, she doesn't make tiktoks anymore i think her name was ivy i don't okay. recall um but like she i think she just like could it t- could it take it? It it just like is so shitty yeah. that it, like if you have a personality that is like confidence, not really the right word, but like very you're very self assured and your opin- opinions are very strong, and you have one opinion that maybe differ differs from like you know the 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 apps consensus or like whoever's yeah. for you page you end up on, you you're done. Like people are people are mean too. People yeah. are so mean. I've seen people say that it's like Tumblr 2.0. Like it's, 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 it's different from Tumblr though because Tumblr had sort of its own community where yeah. it was like almost indie. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, and I, every single person of any single demographic, there's like a, at least a small percentage of like every demographic on TikTok, except for the Amish probably, but uh-huh. like maybe probably the um, on at this point, like yeah. <laughs> what, I don't know what they're up to. Uh, not the internet. I do know that, but like, you'll see like, it's not just like teenagers canceling you. It's like anyone can, yeah. any, any community can just like totally ruin your life. Um, and I, I I talked about this last time as well. Was I posted a, uh, what I think can now be described as a a misandrist TikTok, um, where I basically was implying that I'm rude to men, and uh, which they deserve. Um, and <laughs> I like people. I got death threats. Like yeah. it. Like it just ended up on the wrong person's for you page and they sent it to their friend and then it ended up on, you know, misogynistic TikTok. And I just like, it's crazy. It's, it's TikTok is so powerful, far too powerful, far too powerful (laughs) for me to be able to make a video right now and ruin my own life. Far too powerful. (laughs) It's crazy. Um, I wanted to, um, touch a little bit about like, your outlook and like mental health. So like we talked a little bit before we started recording about resolutions you've already implemented. So like for all the listeners, I know a lot of people are really anxious about this new year, but, but uh, I want to ask you how, how you're operating so far, how you've it's um it's like what mid January It's wow. Time is moving. It's January 9th. It feels like it should be February. I don't know why, but um yeah. How have, how have you been operating so far? Have you been approaching the, uh, the new era we're in i 
I've been actually like, I think subconsciously, because every time I've tried to implement like uh, something to make my life better, I always fuck it up. Always fuck it up. It's like in my nature to like <laughs> have like awful girl. habits. It's yeah. just like a girly thing. And yeah. <laughs> I kept the house clean. I come home and I mop. Like I like actually have been sort of taking care of things better than I I used to. I also uh, just went back to work on Tuesday. So things have been a little iffy from that because I work a lot as we know. And uh, one of my New Year's resolutions was to watch more movies. I was like trying to watch a movie every day, which is sort of like an impossible feat. I don't know how anyone could do that. Um, But I've been trying and it's going pretty well, actually. And I started using something called uh, Notion, which I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I I I thought it was a very popular thing and turns out um, it's I think it's just a nerd thing. It's like, it's basically like a large database where you can like keep information and you can use it for whatever. A lot of, it's like Slack. It's like one yeah. of those like workplace things. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, so like I have, but I, I basically use it as like a web page database. So like I have one for my New Year's resolutions. I have like one page that's just a big list of resolutions. And I have one that I track all my movies in. This is a this is a Notion ad. I'm actually sponsored by Notion. I wish that'd be so great because um, I really do love it. Um, and one of my New Year's resolutions is uh, to go to the dentist. I haven't been to the dentist in seven years, so. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Are you are you nervous? Oh no, I'm super nervous. Yeah. But it's not why I've been like avoiding it. I just like, I'm like. Oh. yeah yeah Bad. also totally. last time I, I went to the dentist I got scammed so do you have to I get like, those wisdom teeth taken out oh my god yeah I can feel yeah. them literally yesterday I was oh like my god, all day. No. yeah and I was like I was like I was like it's fine and then now I'm fine so it's like should I even worry about it I can definitely see my teeth shifting um, oh my god in like a weird way so I should definitely go uh I'm really I'm quite nervous yeah yeah, I um I've been procrastinating because I I'm worried not only do I have like dental problems, but I'm worried I'm like gonna develop cataracts at an early age. So like, both eye doctor and dentist I've also been putting off. Um, yeah. Do you wear uh, glasses ever? No, okay. I do not. Ooh, sorry. No, have you ever I don't. wanted to I... for style yes. reasons? Yes, yes. Yeah. I when I did my eye exam in school as a kid, I remember afterwards going to the bathroom and crying. Oh, really? I Damn. I like sobbed. <laughs> I was so sad that I didn't need glasses. And like I was like with two friends at the time who like wore glasses, and they're like, "You're so lucky you don't yeah. need glasses." And I was like, "No, I want to I want to wear the glasses." And I want. And my older sister had glasses. Oh my god, I wanted glasses so bad. I wear like blue light ones because I'm migraine prone, but I like don't believe they work. It's just purely like, ah, it can't hurt. Fuck it. It can't. Literally, on. it can't. It yeah. can't hurt. I, they're over there, but um, yeah, no, I wanted, I wanted glasses so bad. Yeah, it was like a big thing for me. Um. So yeah, I, in the, in the new year, it sounds like you're uh gonna try and take care of yourself. 
you're you're cleaning your your space more um do you have any um like sort of personal resolutions like i'm not going to do this anymore or is it more like here like are, are you doing more like the plusing thing like here are things i'm going to add to my life because i think there's like two approaches to it you can either like try and like scrub yourself clean and start new or you can like actually like you know add and build upon yourself and it sounds like you're doing the latter more i have uh, my new year's resolution set up in two different lists um one is actual measurable tasks and the other one is overarching goals and themes um so like one of my uh actual measurable tasks is uh try a new meat (laughs) i really would like to try a different sort of like uh maybe like a i've never had crocodile i don't think maybe like something like that i've never had like i don't think i've ever had deer so maybe I'll try like a, I don't know. I'll try. Yeah. I'm gonna try a new meat. Yeah. Um, and here, let me find it. That's another a fun one. one. That's like a little, a little like side quest. Like. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I wanted some to be like achievable, but like, but like I have to go out of my way. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't just like go to the grocery store and, I mean, I guess I could. It depends on where I am. Um. This one just says, go to the dentist, you dumb slut. That's what that one says. Um, Yeah, there's, and it's like, like road trip and like that sort of thing. And then overarching goals and themes, I have like travel, which is sort of similar to road trip. Um, It, uh, one of them, which actually goes with, uh, I think this is actually a really good thing. Uh, Goes with the therapy theme um this one is stop punishing yourself for being mentally ill um oh yeah i feel like i feel like a lot of times i will will get into a rut and then it's just like this cycle of failure where where i am not achieving the things i want to achieve and then i'm like well i don't deserve them because i i'm not putting in an effort but like so it's just like this awful awful cycle um this one just says uh you have to drink more water or you'll get a kidney stone um so yeah oh oh this is this is a good one too uh try and do things even though uh even when you know you'll fail um because i have have like a fear of failure at all i i think it's less of a fear of failure and more of a fear of wasting my time right because i'll have like ideas where i'm like oh i'll write this book and this and the 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 story will be this and then i'll like work through the whole process through my head and i'm like well something like that already exists so i'm not even gonna try or like right right. or like oh working with a publisher is gonna be really difficult so i'm like not even gonna go for it it it'll most of my creative endeavors end that way and where they start in that same moment where I'm like, Oh, I should start a podcast. And I'm like, Oh, well I'd have to edit it. So yeah. no, so I'm not going to do that. Like I, it, 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 maybe it is a fear of failure. Uh, yeah. It, it sounds like it's like both things. It's like, you don't want to waste your time on something that could lead to a failure, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it the same way with like, art projects or like I don't know if do you have like fashion projects you work on are you like 
uh, like the new Cruella movie? Are you like, I'm going to design the fuck out of this dress? Oh <laughs> I don't know God. any fashion I, designers. I do work like sometimes I'll do small designs because I have a bunch of friends who build clothing. My sewing machine is broken right now. Oh, so no. I can't. So I'll think of sewing projects all the time. And I'm like, oh, well, I can't because <laughs> yeah. my sewing machine's broken. And it's literally just sitting right there. You can see it's right there. Yeah. I like I can go fix it. There's places you can go. I could probably fix it myself, honestly. Yeah. I won't. I'm like, well, then I'd have to go and do that. Right. So I don't really want to do that. Well, yeah. So it's part of that. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't blame you. I um like you know that energy of like being able to like start these creative projects, but then finishing them being something entirely else, and then you're like. I feel like it's it's a little bit because there's that pressure in quarantine and COVID. It's like now's your time to hone your craft. I remember like uh, this was when the pandemic first happened. It was before anyone knew masks were good. And <laughs> one of my coworkers at the time was like, I'm going to get in the studio. I'm going to, you know, people are going to take advantage of the lockdown and hone your craft. And I just, I, I think I'm starting to really hate that idea. Like, I don't want to like, tell myself that I need to be funnier or that I need to, you know, up my game in this certain area. I feel like that's, it goes back to like when I was a kid trying to do good in school, like thinking that way just doesn't work for me. Do you, do yeah. you kind of get what I'm saying? Like that whole, like, now's your time to put the energy in and do the work and this will happen. It's like. Yeah. I, I think I, I think I work my best when like I, I can't make myself do anything. I can't make, I can't, I like, I can't like, I it's, it's like, and this is like not how anyone else functions that I know. So like, I, I will only do something if I like have the urge. So like right. I set up my tasks, my, uh, you know, creative endeavors. I set them up in a format where they're all out. And whatever I feel like doing in that moment, I'll do it. Cause that's the only way. Cause if I don't do it that way and I'm like, oh, well, I have to go and practice piano. I have to go practice piano right now. Cause I said I would practice piano. Yeah. I'll be yeah. like, I'll be like, well, I don't want to. So I'm not going to do anything for five hours. I'm going to be on right. TikTok. So like, <laughs> I like, I just put it off and then I don't do anything. So I, I format my life in a way where, um, I have access to everything I want to do at any given point in time in case I get the urge to do that. Um, I'm going to steal this audio recording and give it to whatever psychiatrist I get so that <laughs> they can give me medication for ADHD because whenever I go to do something like that, I never remember my symptoms. <laughs> and yeah. they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Or um, in the case of last time, they tell you you have a disorder I'm that you depressed. weren't expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. they're like oh you're depressed and i'm yeah, like, like... <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll take it i guess yeah yeah I, I feel like um yeah these new year resolutions like we we often think of it in a very type a way and i feel like like going into a new season can be hard for neurodivergent people who are like like us and prone to like bouncing off the walls because it's like at least for me not to sound like you know um someone on reddit but like it's seriously for me like I, I i don't feel the time being any different and i don't honestly care that we're in a new year 
So for me to do these resolutions, it's, it's almost like, I, I don't know, like, it's sort of like what you said, like, if I feel like it, I'll rush with that impulse and go with it. But I'm kind of done trying to be like everyone else and plan and I'm going to lose this many pounds and I'm going to pick up this instrument. It's just like, yeah. ah, I'm, I'm done with that shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like to set goals for myself that, and I never follow through with them. I just like, <laughs> it, it's, it, it, I, I just like, I can't, I can't make myself, I said, I, I can't make myself do anything. So like, yeah. I don't know how, like, that's why I used to like work out a lot. I like made a point to work out a lot and I hated it so much. Um, so this year I'm, um, bouldering that's my new thing um because it's like a fun game yeah and i want to go bouldering and i can get a beer afterwards because it's in Uh brooklyn so like it's that's the way i've i've basically had to like like a child like trick myself into into doing things yeah and i've also found recently that i um i have a really hard time showing up for myself and this is apparent in um, waking up because I can wake up to an alarm at five o'clock every single day for work because I don't want to disappoint anyone at work. I don't want to be right. late and I don't want, you know, I can do that every single day unless I have to wake up for myself at 8 a.m., I, I, I can't wake up. I, if, if I need to do something for myself, if I want to draw in the morning, if I want to, you know, go for a walk, do whatever for myself, do something alone. I'm up at midday. I'm up at 12. Like I, I can't wake up for myself. I don't know why. Like, I just like, can't provide that for, for myself. I like need the stress of, someone else's disappointment to get me out of bed (laughs) like let me let me ask you this this is uh it sounds a little bit out of the blue but are you that friend that people will tell you their problems to a lot as well uh, like i'm having a really shitty day i'm gonna contact live or i need to like go to this person like are are, are you that friend in in the group sometimes i'm wondering if it's yeah maybe i i think that also has to do with that i don't really have like a filter so if anything (laughs) happens to me that's like slightly bad i will like tell all and so people will reciprocate that which is fine like i don't that's like i bring that on to myself and i'm fine like i'm i'm not that wise so like when they ask me for advice i'm just like okay i'm sorry (laughs) but like Yeah. yeah Yeah, I would say I would say so to some yeah. capacity. That that would make sense because it sounds like you're this like unwillful selflessness or something where like and that's and you know this is total armchair armchair psychology, but like I'm also terrible at showing up for myself because I'm like it, it's like I, when, when it's with anyone else, I see like a, a ticking timer and I have to be there for them or else the disappointment happens. Where for me. I don't really feel like disappointed in, my, in myself in that same way. So there's, there's no urgency and, and yeah, things do get delayed this way. And it, it kind of, so maybe, maybe this year we can both like prioritize our, our own goals more. Yeah. 
instead like it's it's great to like help our friends reach their goals but also like we have the goals too and yeah yeah. i yeah i i'll i will i will actively try hand on the bible or whatever yeah uh, try to show up i'm gonna try to show up for myself which sounds like such bullshit but but i will like i like i'm gonna try and i sort of have been where like i've been taking time to watch these movies and like i i usually punish myself for like watching tv and not like doing something while i'm watching tv because like i'm like well i need to be if i have time to watch tv then why don't i have time to yeah you know do whatever so i'm watching a lot of movies and sitting down and like watching a movie which is also hard to do yeah i'm, sure I, I'm you a feel huge similarly movie fan but specifically in this last year my attention span is so bad like I, I i spend most of my time watching youtube and if i have the self-control i'll go to tiktok and i'm all about the short form and like i love these movies but like i just cannot I, like this whole christmas season i have all these these film like i wanted to uh see the new um blade runner really bad and i'm just just like sitting there and then there's uh all these artsy movies i wanted to see the new the will smith uh king richard but i'm just like if that's two and a half hours i don't have that time and then i go on like youtube and just exactly that's that i've i've youtube has become like you know how it's like uh animals are the new kids and plants are the new animals yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. it's movies are the new reading a book and yeah. tv shows are the new youtube or, or are the new movies and then yeah. youtube's the new tv show like oh, yeah. i like i i i have a hard time like bringing myself to watch youtube videos sometimes like i like i'm like okay i can i could put out my dinner and i'll, I'll watch yeah. a youtube video while i eat my dinner and yeah. that'll be like my fun treat and then my dad is like have you seen what we do in the shadows and i'm like no i can't i can't handle it. like i can't do it yeah um but yeah. you yeah, like at this point i it i don't know if it's like a new thing maybe of the past couple of years youtube videos are so long now yeah the 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 video essays and all that bullshit it's like 30 minute videos yeah yeah i mean like even like the 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 people that i watch like pretty consistently like um about to out myself of the youtubers i watch (laughs) for some reason i get so embarrassed whenever i talk about youtube people that i follow because i feel like youtube was such like a such like a new weird thing where like it wasn't quite tv like it was just like people making videos and so everyone sort of had a different experience with youtube yeah and there's just so many content creators now that uh it's it's like sort of embarrassing to talk about who you watch (laughs) because it's like it it's it it tells you a lot about that person um I watch a lot of um, like like the five commentary dudes, like Curtis Connor, uh, uh, Danny Gonzalez, uh, Drew Gooden, like those. Yeah, I have so many Drew Gooden tabs open. He's yeah, he's uh, he's, he's the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, I watch like a lot of those people, um, and their videos are like they're like thirty minutes long. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like they're so long, and I feel like YouTube videos used to be like, like this is back in like 
the Jenna Marble Shane Dawson days. Like yeah. YouTube videos were like, ma- like if they were 10 minutes long, you'd be like, this is a long video. Yeah. Like this yeah. is a very long video. But that was also like sketch comedy at that point. We're like, yeah, yeah. if you were a comedian on TikTok, you were doing sketch comedy. Like, right, right. Absolutely. Thank God that's over. I will say that, <laughs> that everyone did sketch comedy. Thank God. Um, before we end the session, uh, there was something that uh, you said you could you could talk about because this this shit was absolutely crazy. It has to do with last year in the pandemic and and a convention uh, where there's a bunch of Santa Clauses all in one place. And your reaction to it was so funny. I, I wanted you to to share this chronicles with the the listeners. So this this holiday, one might call it. It's called <laughs> SantaCon. SantaCon is a holiday for people who think that Smirnoff ice is water. It's like, it is like, it brings out the worst people ever. It, <laughs> like, it, it's just like a convention of people who like you would hate to be stuck next to on an airplane. Like, it's just like the huh. worst of society. Yeah. Um, I was on my way home. I was on the train and I was having a bad day because I was fine. This was like, like two weeks before Christmas or something like that. So having a bad day because I was finding out that all my friends had COVID. Like it was that day where I was like, <laughs> I was getting texts being like, hey, uh, blah, blah, blah has COVID and like yeah. I'm getting tested and you should get tested. And I was like, this is far too much. Like I can't handle this. And I get on the train and I see red literally because there's fucking Santas all over like filled the train it was just santa clauses and i was like oh goody mm, oh good and so i'm i'm walking home and i i literally I, I took a photo of the which i like don't like to do i don't like to take photos of strangers i think it's super rude but yeah. i took a photo of these people in this bar because there's this packed <laughs> bar and it was just santa clauses and like girls dressed as sexy deer or sexy uh elves or like maybe the spattering uh mrs claus but we talked about this earlier they mrs claus isn't that sexy we found uh through like our cultural like understanding of mrs claus is that she is not that sexy so you know but reindeer very sexy we all know this this is universally known reindeer are really hot so it 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 was it was pretty incredible and i think i was just having like a moment because like i people are at these bars every weekend anyway but something about them dressed as santa claus actually made me want to go like totally feral and i was like i don't know if it's just because like i mean i celebrate i'm jewish but i like i celebrate christmas like my dad's grew up roman catholic like i celebrate christmas don't get me wrong but i felt like i felt like a curmudgeon I felt like a like a like a like an old fashioned Scrooge. I like was like fuck all of these people. You can all get whatever disease you're getting. Like like fuck Omicron. Omicron. You're gonna get HPV tonight, and you yeah. probably deserve it. Like go <laughs> like have fun. Like getting twerked on by your reindeer girlfriend. Like go out. And yeah, I I have like thing. this impression of the mall Santas being like the most wholesome people on planet earth but it sounds like these were, these were all like alcoholic like closer to like the billy bob thornton type of bad santas just yeah well these aren't even people they're not even trying like they're like 
wearing red cotton balls around the neck like that is like the vibe of the night oh, man. is like it's 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 pretty it's pretty great <laughs> it's pretty it's because also in Hoboken there's like a big culture of drinking obviously and so much so that they've had to ban St. Patrick's Day St. Oh, Patrick's God. Day there's something called Hoboken St. Patrick's Day and it's because you are not allowed to celebrate St. Patrick's Day on St. Patrick's Day because oh, like God. the city of Hoboken banned it because it was so insane but the thing about SantaCon is that like not only are you getting drunk in the streets like you're getting drunk in the streets uh dressed as a childhood mythical creature like you (laughs) are like ruining lives (laughs) like you're not just wearing green and like not understanding a full culture you are like you know traumatizing children which i think is fun and a fun additive of santa con is that uh children suffer were there any like a little um, bit of suffering (laughs) Were there any of like the uh, sexy, uh, like himbo Santas out there, or like were, were there? Did you see any creative costumes? I guess is what I'm asking. To to be a himbo is to respect women to some capacity, <laughs> I believe, and I don't think any of those people are capable of that. No, I'm t- I'm saying there's like not a lot of creativity. Sorry, my yeah. sister just asked me if I wanted chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> I do. Um, there's not a lot of creativity here. These are Hoboken people. They're right. not new yorkers they're not wearing assless santa chaps like they're like they're like it's like party city santa costume oh that's that's the worst it's the worst it's super it's this is the word of hoboken tacky it's super (laughs) tacky it's it's incredible yeah santa con and i think they were supposed to have it in new york and like a lot of places were like we will not serve a santa we will not do not come in here dressed as santa I am, I am, after this, you've convinced me I'm totally anti-SantaCon. It sounds like they're menaces. Um, and there's so much potential. Like, there could be, like, some people that go as, like, Grinches and, and you know, like, you know, but it's, they're really making the worst out of it. Yeah, I, you, you will see people in, like, like, holiday onesies. Oh, you know, no. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the like an like like an elf like elf the movie elf like right. like Will Ferrell like that sort of like polyester onesie they'll have or like uh I saw one it was just like a patterned one or like green patterned and then like yeah reindeer and and the Grinch I I think I saw a Grinch when I was out there but it's like you know those hot topic like yeah things and they zip up to here and they. <laughs> Yeah. just are the least attractive article of clothing anyone can wear yeah and um, this offended your sensibilities as a as a fashion designer you're like i was just i was just like i've had enough of this uh but every time i every time i walk home on like a thursday or friday night because they start drinking on thursday night for some reason like people will start going out on thursday night i'm always deeply offended by the <laughs> outfits that people put on because yeah. There's the Hoboken uniform, which is like pretty widely known as like a white crop top, um, high waisted, skinny jeans, and like Air Force Ones. That is like the going out <laughs> outfit. And then men wear, you know, whatever thing their mom picked out five years ago for them. Like uh-huh. it's like you know, like not. I was gonna say button up shirt, maybe like a maybe like a polo, 
yeah. like a patterned polo, maybe if they're feeling saucy. I think the thing about Hoboken is that um, there's like not a lot of gay people here, which is sort of surprising. Yeah. Um, so there's not a lot of well-dressed people. I think that's right. my take. And 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 to be well-dressed is to be gay. And so <laughs> men cannot be well-dressed. They can't do it. They can't, oh, it'd be, it would be too, too fruity if yeah. they uh, put on matching socks or um, maybe wore something that wasn't a khaki, you know, it'd be too much, be all too much. So it, it sounds like SantaCon is in a the worst way possible, the perfect place for SantaCon. Like Hoboken and SantaCon are like married at this point. Two peas point. in a pod, yeah, <laughs> seriously. But it is, it, it, it's also a New York thing. I thought it was an everywhere thing. It's definitely not everywhere. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, to hear. Okay, yeah. So, listeners, if you're hearing this, do what you can to, to stop a Santa, stop the twerking reindeer. Um, they're they're ruining Christmas. And uh, did you have any altercations with any? Like, hey, fuck you, or or was it all like, because you you posted I, kind of an angry video. I did. I posted. I posted a bit of an angry video, and I actually yeah. thought I would get backlash on that, and I didn't. Thank God. <laughs> um, but. No, I didn't. I, I like was actually begging for it though. I actually like was walking through there and I was like, I hope one of these motherfuckers talks to me right now. I was like ready. Yeah. But I also like when I am dressed for work, I am not approachable. I'm wearing like a big scarf, a balaclava. So like my whole face is covered except for my eyes usually. <laughs> like this, it's like the dead of winter in yeah, you know yeah. New York, New Jersey. So I'm like, I'm bundled up. I am. I might as well be like a 13 year old boy. Like, yeah. like people are not talking to me. Although, at the same time, everyone always talks to me. It was just like the one. It, I'm not being hit on. That's more of what I'm saying. Like no one's right, like right, coming right, up yeah. to me. Like no one's trying to get me in the bar. Like it's not. I but I really was like I'm ready. I was like I've worked 12 hours today. I'm ready to just unload on someone right now, and it might as well be uh, the old Saint Nick himself. Uh, yeah, because um, uh, yeah. Last time on the show, you were talking about how like sometimes you think you give off that energy that like I wanted I want to have a social interaction and I wanted to, to where like there was that homeless person. And you heard the footsteps and it's like oh shit this is this is going to be a situation yeah. um and yeah that that energy is really like inappropriate when it's freezing outside and you're trying to go to work so you must be like fuck and, and they're dressed as santas this is just compounding <laughs> yeah exactly that yeah no i uh lucky for everyone also lucky for myself as a uh jew very glad I didn't interact with any Santas that night. That is a hate <laughs> crime waiting to happen. Right. It is like a right. full on. That is like actually the ideal place to be hate crimed as a Jewish person. Is that SantaCon? That is not. That is not the vibe. Liv, it has been um, another amazing episode of the show. Um, are there any parting words you want to give people about 2020? Any. I know you said you're not wise, but do you have any words of something? <laughs> I, I think, I think my, the wisest thing I've ever said are my two New Year's resolution things, which is like, stop punishing yourself for being mentally ill. Stop punishing yourself for taking time for yourself. Um, and 
uh, drink more water or, or you'll get a UTI. All right, not e- well, yes, yes, UTI, but also uh, kidney stone, which is arguably worse. Uh, not ar- <laughs> It's much worse, yeah. much worse than getting a UTI. So drink water. On that note, pee after sex, that's a big thing. You will get a UTI if you don't do that. Um, U- UTIs are so common now, just like on the hinge profile, they should just have the option. Yes, I have yeah, a UTI right now. I, I do pills, I drink, I smoke weed, I have a UTI right now. Yeah, um, yeah that that's my those are my wise words. <laughs> Thank you so much. And can we expect more TikToks from from you or is it just like i don't know if you have a process like oh i have all these drafts of things that are going to make great videos or if it's just all impulse i have a bunch of drafts but they're they are all impulse or okay. they're like me fumbling my words so badly and then i like <laughs> i think it's so funny but i won't post it i most of my tiktoks are stream of consciousness so uh, once i have more time for myself you expect a far more and probably far more unhinged TikToks oh. uh, this year. 2022 is the year of unapologetic unhingedness. So get ready for that. Uh-huh. I'm ready to be feral publicly. I'm ready for that. And not in a SantaCon way, in like a, in a New York way, <laughs> not in a Hoboken <laughs> way. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you, thank you everyone me. for living, listening and living. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you don't, and, and this is like a serious note. Hopefully, like a lot of people are getting COVID. People listening, I'm sure at this point have COVID. So everyone stays safe. And uh, just just please don't do stupid shit. Just just n- this isn't the year for it. You can be feral and safe at the same time. It's possible. Liv is going to do it. Um, but yeah, I am Mary Jane Provost. And with me today was uh, Liv Alicandre. And we will see you next time on Culture Shock Therapy. Good night, everybody.